You're listening to Very Loose Women. Hello, you are listening to Very Loose Women. Oh, live on Resonance 104.4 FM. Um, I don't know what that sound was. Um, I'm Zoe. I'm very excited to welcome Silver to the show. Hello. Hello, Hello everyone. Um, Silver has produced this episode with us um, and we're very excited to jump into it. But before we do, we have um, some brilliant guests tonight um, and I'm going to kind of go down the line. Lizzie, welcome Lizzie. Hey. Um, we've got um, Ananchal. Hi, Anchal. Anchal, I'm so sorry. And um, uh, we have Charity. Hello. And um, of course, Leo and Flory. Hey. We've got a very busy studio. Um, this week we're talking about astrology, but we're, we've got so many people who want to get all the voices out. We're not going to be doing celebrations or f- a frustration, but as a welcome, if we all go around and, you know, what's our star sign? I'll start <laughs> Sagittarius. And we've got an Aquarius. Another Sagittarius. At Leo. Another Sagittarius. <laughs> Cancer. I'm Aquarius, but I'm one cusp into my name is Leo. (laughs) (laughs) Amazing. Um, So we are going to be talking about astrology. Um, Silva, you have a particular interest in astrology. Can you tell us about how you were introduced to the subject, kind of history, context, all that kind of thing? Yeah, that's right. So basically, uh, I'm from the south of Spain, and there it's like really into the culture. Like, I was just like, you know, I grew up like with my grandmother, just like reading the horoscope, like being like, oh, this is going to happen, and tomorrow, (laughs) you know, you're going to just like, I don't know, fail this exam. (laughs) And then I, I come from a very matriarchal family, like just women, and I always saw them as like this kind of witches and you know, I grew up with my auntie with the tarot reading and with the cards and being just like reading to me, trying to learn. I've never learned, but I've always had these kind of energies in my house, like positive energies, like bad energies, like the influence of the planets on the terrestrial like events. Um, so, yeah, I think it's been like really present in my life. So... Yeah, every time I'm in a group, people are like, oh, yeah, Sylvie's going to ask, uh, you know, your star sign. And they are right. Yeah. <laughs> like, hello, I'm Silva, and um, I'm a Sagittarius. And then it, that's how you get yeah, 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 exactly. And I'm like, oh, hey, yeah, oh, you must be, you know, people are like, guess my sign, my star sign. I'm like, I'm going to try. Sometimes I'm right. I'm just like... You are a Gemini. You are really a oh, Gemini. No, that's a shame. Yeah. <laughs> and you can be completely off. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so, what's the history of astrology? If uh, any of our guests can can help us. Oh, the history is hard. I think the history is an interesting question. But in terms of where it comes from, I think astrology can be considered in my opinion a pseudoscience Mm. so it's a science in terms of it relates to the planets and um you know the energy of the cosmos and the the entire universe if you like um and it impacts our behavior our moods and you know essentially how we live our lives individually but also as a collective Mm. and how has astrology maybe impact on our had an impact on our lives that we've noticed. I'm not necessarily too clued up, so I don't. Something happens, and I'm not like that's because of this. Okay, um, but I if, if <laughs> as as followers, um, yeah. ha- have you noticed how it's impacted on your life? Yeah, absolutely. I think if we take the example of the full moon, 
um, we all know that happens once a month. And what you'll find is that the full moon tends to bring out a side of us as individuals, an interesting side that we might, you know, be more aggressive or we might be certainly, you know, be more angry or, you know, quick to jump into anger quicker. Mm. Um, and that tends to happen around the full moon. And if you go on a night out and, you know, mm. you'll see that there's more fights and things like that. So it certainly does impact our lives. And there's so many, you know, astrological events, if you like, that occur, um, you know, the full moon just being one example, that I feel like on a daily basis we are all affected, um, you know, in terms of our mood, our energy, the mm. way we sleep. There's so many different aspects to it. Yeah. I'd be curious to see some crime statistics on full moon. <laughs> <laughs> I have one. Oh, you have one. <laughs> I must say, my partner can't confirm this, every time there's a full moon, we have a fight. <laughs> and she's like, you're a very angry person. I'm like, there's a full moon. <laughs> and something happened. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think there's, I've also heard about kind of full moon sync, like, like period sinking yeah what's yeah. that about completely i think my period has definitely linked up in terms of the lunar cycle and it has been across many cultures and religions that are in tune with the uh, astrology and to some degree i know within judaism the women follow the lunar cycle and they pray to the new moon every month because it's a time to set new intentions and release things and beliefs that are no longer serving us and maybe limiting our perception of events like you said with the full moon so they, they do have that within other cultures as well but I think personally speaking what kind of sparked our interest in the area was you know we were 90s kids me and my sister and we have a third as well so we grew up on things like Buffy the Vampire Slayer, mm. Charmed, uh, <laughs> Sabrina the Teenage Witch so that kind of what sparked in it was always there within popular culture and I think we're seeing that come back round now through you know the internet and there's uh, communities that are coming together and finding a space online to share this mm. knowledge and practice uh, mystical arts that have been lost over time but there's always been that um, people have always used things like tarot for divination and fortune telling for thousands of years um, and for those of you that don't know uh, tarot is a 78 deck of mystical cards and we use it as a tool for self-discovery and spiritual guidance and they say it often mirrors our subconscious mind and our soul so um, it's not actually set in stone um, it can project into the future as a re result of the outcome of our choices mm. so like I said there has been a great interest in recent years coming back around to those arts uh, to find greater purpose and make meaning of our lives mm. I would say and we'll, we'll have a look more into how um, astrology has kind of come into new spaces as well. But we'll do that in a, you know, in a, a little bit later on in the show. Great. Um, but I think another question is um, how we, we've mentioned a little bit how astrology can impact kind of people's general lives. But has it had an impact on your dating life, for example? <laughs> um, I think yes. Like... I don't know. I got really interested in astrology through memes on Instagram, nice. which is kind of embarrassing. Nice. I like, we're all pro memes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I feel like astrology, like for me, is kind of intertwined with like queer dating in a really like fundamental way. Mm. Um, like kind of in an ironic way, but also I'm really invested in it now. So yeah i don't know it's like it's a good icebreaker to be like oh what's your sign what's your rising sign yeah and then talk about astrology and yeah i think i don't know for me i kind of 
am really invested in it, but I try and make fun of myself that I am because mm. it's a bit embarrassing. <laughs> you can meet people who are like, oh, I'm not sure about this. Speaking of whom, oh, <laughs> I'm on the spotlight. Yeah, we we have a we have a skeptic. Just as you were saying that, I was like, if someone came up to me and tried to chat me up through Star Sign, it would be like, <laughs> depending on how drunk I am, an immediate no. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I think I think I'm like I think I'm quite um, I, annoying on this, and I don't want to like spread it around too much, given the audience here. Um, <laughs> She's outnumbered. <laughs> That's true. Heavily. Um, no, there are things that I really care for in astrology. Like, I do enjoy reading the astrology section of magazines, and I don't mm. really know why. And when you were talking about Buffy and Charmed and all of that, like, there is something in that that I really love. Like, there's... Um, but I... When you were describing it before the show as a belief system, I... I, I like that a lot more than saying like that it's scientific or that it's relying on any evidence because mm. if it purports to rely on evidence, it fails. Yeah. Uh, like it, I find at most. I mean, I'm not a specialist, so, um, but it doesn't it doesn't like stack up to my my evidenceful life. <laughs> so, um, but but like yeah, if you treat it as a like if if I saw crime stats and full moon, then I'd be like, okay, there's something in this. Well, that's like, a story we're gonna have to do. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I'd be I'd be fully swayed. I think. Um, but I think for like any sort of belief system or religion or anything, if it brings comfort to people, then yes, I'm all for mm. it. Um, but if it's in any way abusive or that it uses people's you know well-meaningness, then no, I'm against it. Mm. But like you know, that's like any sort of way that people operate. If it's you know harmful or not, mm. that's how I judge things. Flory, what about you? Mm, I've somehow got to the ripe old age of 27 not knowing much about astrology. I'm ashamed to admit. (laughs) So um, all I know is my star sign's cancer and my sister is a Taurus. And for some reason that is a good thing or a compliment in <laughs> some way around like, is, um, it? is it do tell me um uh, and i my year my year is the goat zodiac or Ooh, something okay yes i can i think i only associate years and animals with the chinese calendar yeah. i do, is that a thing in the zodiac calendar i don't want to get the literature wrong as well i don't want to be like oh this is this and actually be completely <laughs> yes please let's start to try and stay pc <laughs> <laughs> no i don't think it is within the uh, i think it's specific to a chinese zodiac i believe correct okay. me if i'm wrong okay no, no. <laughs> Great. i'm like yeah <laughs> but i think coming back to Compatibility. If we're talking about compatibility, these signs, the star signs, are essentially based on the four basic elements. So if we take fire, water, air, and earth, that's what all the 12 zodiacs come under one of those elements. Now, when we talk about compatibility, we're essentially saying that maybe a fire sign may or may not mix with a water sign so that's where compatibility can come into it it's it's it does come back you know come down based on what kind of element you are um and again I don't know too much about it um if I'm being completely honest but when like you asked a good question about dating I think when people do look for a partner or look for multiple partners or uh, look for love let's say I think what we're trying to find is someone that complements us, not necessarily someone that's the same as us. And I think astrology is a good way to understand 
not that, to say that all your personality traits are because of your zodiac sign, but essentially some of them can be, you can relate them to your zodiac sign. And then that compatibility in finding a partner or finding love com- becomes easier because you're just, you're basing it on, again, like I say, what complements you and what how you can work together with someone or some people. I've got a theory on this, which, given what I just said, is probably not coming from the right place. <laughs> um, but uh, winter babies and summer babies, like, I feel like if you, oh, yeah. if you sort of discover the world in the sun, then you have a different attitude to someone who discovers the world in the snow. Exactly, yeah. And mm. that's such an interesting point you made, Leo, because if we... If astrology is based on the planets and the cosmos and the universe, and if we think about how a season affects different people, you know, it affects our energy and affects our mood. And that's based on, you know, planets orbiting the sun and us orbiting the sun. So essentially, that's what you're saying. That is astrology. (laughs) (laughs) So do different cultures have different ways of framing and perceiving zodiac signs then? Because you mentioned what I mentioned before about it being the year of the goat when I was born. Is that a specifically Chinese way of perceiving and framing it? I believe so. I believe, yeah. So I think that... Again, I don't know too much, but I think if you look at the foundation of where it comes from, again, this zodiac calendar that we're talking about, you know, um, it's quite popular in this country. It's essentially talking about um, the sun, what what position the sun was in when you were born, Mm -hmm. as well as what position the moon was in when you were born. so much more complicated. (laughs) (laughs) So I think that's where it really comes from. Um, And I think, again, I'm not sure, so I'm just speculating here, but I guess the zodiac sign, it, it correlates to the year that you were born. So if you were born in a certain year, you're a certain sign. So again... Similar, but not the same. Okay. What is, because um, you mentioned sun sign, and then there's people who have moon signs, and then you've got rising signs. Um, what's the, I mean, this was a revelation to me that you could have more <laughs> than one star sign. Oh. What, 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 what is it? So I read something really interesting the other way, which is a good like way of interpreting it. So your sun sign is like the core of your personality. Mm. So that's what you want from life. Um, your rising sign uh, is how you go about getting it. Okay. And your moon sign is kind of your more subconscious side. That's like what you need. So your rising is like how you appear to other people. Mm. Your sun sign is like, oh, if you get to know a person a bit more, that's you see their true character. And your moon sign is kind of who you are, like, really deep down, vulnerably. Mm. And I think, um, just moving on a little bit, um, Jyoti and Anchal, you are siblings. (laughs) And what I find really interesting is how um, you've kind of found astrology. Um, So was it something that you grew up with at home or did you both find astrology independently and were like, oh, you know, there's this thing and let's get each other interested in it? Yeah, I mean, we certainly weren't brought up with it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We don't come from a very religious or spiritual, in the normal sense of things, um, type of family. But I remember certainly when I was younger, I, I became fascinated with this idea that it was actually a book, <laughs> as a lot of things um, come from. But there, it was a book on sun signs, and I just became fascinated with the idea that, it, with the whole idea of astrology. Um, and I think we 
always connected so we're three sisters and we we always found shared interests and we we connected on you know most things in life if I'm being completely honest um and then over time we realized that the three of us there's this energy and there's this power in this energy that the three of us when we're together certainly and when we get together and we create something it manifests into something powerful and something that's attractive and um yeah and and certainly powerful i would say mm. again i've got two sisters and i feel exactly the same <laughs> i feel like it's the only bond. way that i can create anything great in this world is if they are also doing it like oh, I'm that's so lovely i'm convinced of that yeah it's so strange to hear you say it and i think just building off of what Anch said we've always like i said been drawn to the esoteric elements of life and the mystical things and you know, as they say, there are often odd coincidences, which aren't coincidences, but things happen for a reason, and we see these as synchronicities. Mm. Like, it could be something as small as a certain book catching your eye in a bookshelf, and that book would happen to be astrology. So there are always signs in my life and our lives which directed us to the path of finding this information. Mm. And like I said, I feel like it's given us greater meaning and understanding of life. I feel as though, you know, as, as you were kind of mentioning before, that, you know, people do kind of determine things and are often stigmatized uh, astrologers and also psychic mediums as thinking that things are set in stone but I think that's determined by your choice as well like when we were 16 we were told um, I went to see a psychic um, they also encouraged me to become a reader of some kind and I actually was gifted a set of tarot cards two years ago and I've been practicing since so I've been I've had mm. a, a tarot reading from Jyoti <laughs> <laughs> I've tried my best to convert her I'll admit <laughs> um, so yeah it, it does play a significant role in my life I often will look to it when I need answers or resolution on a certain topic or challenge in my life and mm. have found that it's been helpful but it, you can find that it works for people in different ways mm. and how mm. about you still Oh, you mentioned that your your auntie was also a tarot reader. Yeah, no, I, actually, I was going to ask you if you would base your, for example, decisions on I don't know the tarot that day. For example, I don't know what to do and I need an answer. And sometimes, like, what should I do? I'm just gonna ask the cards. Yeah. How would you navigate like, a situation? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. I mean, I would take it as a helpful suggestion. I wouldn't take it as black and white because, like I said, these things can be determined by your choice. So. If you choose to follow that path, mm. that could be the outcome. But the outcome could be completely different if I make a certain, a completely different other choice. Mm. Absolutely. And I think mm. they say our thoughts have matter. Our thoughts are energy. So if we are, if I have a deck of cards in front of me and I am thinking about something, ultimately that energy is going into the cards. What I mean by that is that I'm essentially, what I'm thinking about, what I'm wishing for, what I'm hoping for, I'm manifesting something. And the cards will give you what your interpretation is, uh, you know, what your interpretation of the events that unfold, rather than giving you a straight answer, like Jyothi said, it's, it's more about how you then interpret it you know, because you've you are the one that's initially put that into the into the cards. You've you've asked the question, you've posed the question to the universe, and your interpretation will always be based on what you believe. I think that for me, that's the most convincing thing is that some people are are better at um, sort of understanding the subliminal messages, like things from body language to mm. uh, emotions that other people are. Like when yeah. when Jyoti did the tarot reading, I was like. I felt that you had like a very thorough understanding of my family without, you know, you know stuff about me, but you don't know that much stuff. But I just think that like people who are very receptive to a lot of signs, yeah. um, mm-hmm. like 
I, there are a lot of like similarities in our upbringing. Mm-hmm. Um, then uh, that you know you pick up on those and you can you can feed things out of that. And mm-hmm. I think that actually anything that brings people together in that way is actually mm-hmm. is very reassuring and mm-hmm. very very nice. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. there's um, another interesting thing in how astrology has entered different spaces and. Um, Silver, I actually wanted to talk to you a lot about um, queer astrology and how astrology has entered that kind of LGBT space. Mm. Can you tell us about that? Yeah, actually. So we're talking about it that it seems that it seems that it's a cliche, mm. but when you are like in the queer scene, it's like, oh, let's talk about star signs. Like I'm dating a queer person. It's like, oh, hey, what's your star sign? <laughs> and then all of a sudden we're just like flooded by a lot of Instagram accounts with like memes about like I'm Sagittarius, you're Aquarius, um, we're not compatible, for example. <laughs> and so, yeah, I, I like to because we have mm. Lizzie here as well and <laughs> they base their performances like around like queer astrology as well. And why, why, why would you say that? Queers are just like mad about that. <laughs> <laughs> what is the link? Yeah, I think so. I have a lot of thoughts about it. Um, I think on a surface level, like it's to do with internet cultures, like renewed interest in like witchcraft or kind of spiritual things, which might not be within like religious, the dominant religion. Um, but yeah, I think. I think quiz interest in astrology because it's a belief system that allows you to have spirituality, um, but not in an oppressive way or a dogmatic way. So you can you can almost like cherry pick from it what you want because it's a belief system that's transformed so much over time. Um, yeah, and I think also it's it's an identity politics thing because like mm. I don't know queers love labels <laughs> and, <laughs> and also emotions and astrology allows you mm. to explore both in like a fairly funny and ironic way but it also allows you to explore your own identity and have like increased self-awareness mm. of yourself which is a good thing mm. um but yeah I think and also the binaries right because yeah you're saying that you can be like anything like you can you are Sagittarius with ascendant Taurus and it's not like male female it's mm. not two binaries it's like you can be like can be multiplicity exactly yeah I think that was a really interesting point you made Lizzie about um it being inclusive in spirituality in that respect do you mean in the sense that religious institutions obviously haven't been inclusive to this community that they're offering them a space and an opportunity to engage and find deeper meaning in their lives and in institutions where they aren't offered that I guess so yeah obviously I can't speak for all queer people and Mm. I'm a white queer person who's been brought up as a Christian, so I have a specific relationship to spirituality. Um, but yeah, I think a positive thing is that it's so linked to nature and the universe, and it stresses how the individual interacts with the universe and the earth on which we live. So I think that's really important, especially in like the current climate and dramatic <laughs> mm. politics and things like that, like having just going back to basics and like fundamental things like we live on the earth and mm. which is in a specific place mm. in the universe. In time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so 
very, very sadly, we're kind of approaching the end of the show, and I'm distraught about that, because I, I <laughs> wish we could talk about this forever, but I've had so much fun. Um, I think the last kind of thing that I wanted to ask was, what resources have you found um, that have been particularly useful, that you think our listeners would um, get more good information from um, meme accounts? You know, <laughs> what, what, where, what are those things that, that our listeners might like? I think let's go w recommend one each. Um, I would yeah. highly recommend <laughs> Aquarius Nation on Instagram. She is an energy forecaster, so she works a lot with the readings of the moon as opposed to the sun sign, and mm. will give daily readings on how the energy is affecting us and what current challenges they m might be facing, um, specifically with what astrological events are occurring at the time definitely check her out and it's for all star signs not just Aquarians <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm not going to go with an internet account but I will say if you're ever in Covent Garden mm. do check out Mysteries um, they are fantastic they've got loads of fantastic books and people and lovely things that you can just go out and just explore um, Instagram-wise, I'm really enjoying that one Libra bitch, and nice. <laughs> also spicy Gemini memes. Um, also, uh, Chani Nichols is an amazing queer astrologer. Um, yeah, yeah, I agree. I, I know that one spicy Gemini. I'm not sure if I'm making it up. Queer astrology is a thing on Instagram, but if, if it's okay. not, maybe you should like. Yeah. You should make it. it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Definitely. Um, I think I'm going to sign off now. Um, so this has been Very Loose Women on Resonance 104.4 FM. Um, thank you so much, um, Silver, for producing this show with us. Um, Leo and Flory, who did sound engineering today. Um, and from the bottom of my heart, thank you to our <laughs> amazing guests. Thank you so much, Lizzie. Um, thank you so much, Jyoti and Anshal. Um, it's been a pleasure having you on. Of course, you can listen to previous episodes um, on Very Loose Women on Acast and Apple and Google now as well. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook. Um, guests, do you want to plug your own Instagrams maybe? You don't have to, but if you would like to... <laughs> So I'm at Lizzie three underscores pan on Instagram. Wonderful. And yeah, I'm Silver? at MX Silver X. Brilliant. And we're at very VLW Radio. Get it right. <laughs> <laughs>